I am your host, Kayla, and I'm back with another episode. Uh, a week earlier, actually, usually we would be posting in a, a new episode every other week, but um, today we're recording an episode that I feel is very important, and it should be uh, brought to the attention of many. So I am here with my cousin Jacob and his mother, uh, Miss Latrenda Rush. So uh, Miss Latrenda, why don't you kind of go into... Uh, depth and explaining, you know, why you guys are here to record this episode. Okay. Well, first of all, I am an um, educator. Um, I started out in my humble beginnings of Jackson, Mississippi, from Jackson State University, receiving an early childhood education degree, and um, eventually getting my master's. And in the midst of that, teaching in the public schools for Jackson Public Schools. I eventually moved and uh, continued my education with Walden University, uh, where I got a specialist degree in curriculum and instruction. And God uh, spoke to me and told me me to, um, I need to homeschool my children. I was seeing things, um, but I was overlooking it because I was so busy with my career teaching and just in my profession that I thought that I would be in uh, through the public schools, but God showed me another route in a different direction. Mm-hmm. Um, I have four children, so they all have their own different uh, pathways uh, as they have journeyed through their educational um, their educational uh, journey. Mm-hmm. And they all encountered different things. I had two with um, some learning disabilities and with the diagnosis, uh, some of the teachers uh, still did not want to adhere to what was in the 504 and other little things, uh, microaggressions that they experienced and that they couldn't defend themselves. And with me being in public schools, um, I wasn't able to get off of work and go to this meeting or that meeting or parent-teacher conference was the same time my parent-teacher conference. So to oh. you know, paint the picture of how I got to where I am now is I was educating someone else's child while mine or my children were falling by the wayside. Mm-hmm. So I felt led to go into homeschooling and um, I ventured into different curriculums to see how my children will receive the information. And I stumbled across Rebecca um, and they seemed to receive the Becca curriculum very well, uh, worked with our schedule, and I was able to graduate uh, my oldest child. And then my second oldest child, which Jacob now, mm-hmm. has reached his senior year, and <clears throat> he's blossomed and grown to do things that most 17, now 18-year-olds have not been able to do. Yes, Where he's two or three years ahead of the game, um, Becca has seemed to feel compelled to hinder him through guidelines and standards that they've put in place for graduates. And so there's a form when you reach 12th grade um, that most seniors fill out with a beckoning called a petition to graduate. And they ask you to upload your child's picture. Well, I did that and answered whatever questions and my son answered whatever questions that they asked of him. Then we uh, submitted the petition. Less than 48 hours, we received an email uh, stating that he was unpresentable and that 
you know, basically gave us a choice. Either we can mail you the uh, diploma or you basically cut your locks. And they didn't use the terminology locks. They used the terminology dreadlocks. And right. if you know the history of that, then you will tread lightly on how you use your terminology, your verbiage to other races and cultures. Mm-hmm. And so um, I was so thrown so taken back by the email i just i had to let it marinate and sit like what like huh so basically you look you looked at my child's senior portrait that i uploaded into the portal and you basically say it's not presentable it's unacceptable it doesn't meet your standards Mm -hmm. and that really did a lot to just not only Jacob, but the entire family, because everybody wears locks right. um, or wear their hair natural. And the guidelines that they put in place was, you know, it has to be um, above the ear, which I get that, you know, nice taper. Right. Um, however, but you say I need to cut it because, you know, it shouldn't have, I shouldn't, he shouldn't have braids. He shouldn't mm-hmm. have dreadlocks. He shouldn't have cornrows. He shouldn't have an Afro and no buns and in his natural color. That's mm-hmm. a lot of hoops to jump through for a ceremony, you yeah. know, for a senior. Like that, yeah. I respect the dress code, um, you know, black slacks, white shirt, black tie, I get that. But when you start telling me to alter my natural look, Mm-hmm. I do have a problem with that. And as um, Jacob's mother, I would not dare ask him to alter his identity of what God made him to look like mm-hmm. to please someone else. So yeah. I did reach out to Rebecca and the representative um, expressed to me without telling me her ethnicity that she was having trouble with them because she has locks. Oh, wow. And she was like, this is a big problem. It needs to be addressed. So she had, she left a message with someone in the higher ranks. And she said, give some time and they will give you a call. So some hours passed by and I spoke with um, one of the assistant principals. And um, she explained their policies, their standards um, on the requirements for graduating and what each child should look like. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I said, can you give me um, a hard copy or email me a copy of your standards? And she kept referring. She says, well, uh, you can look on the website yourself. Mm. I-, I said, you can't just give me, um, uh, just, you can't just email it to me. Is it a problem? Like I said, you can look on the website yourself. It's Okay. Um, I, I did explain to her some of my reasons for um, removing my children from public schools, the microaggressions that they've experienced, the racism that they experienced, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> make me go in this direction. But now that I'm in this direction, it's no different. And so um, what, I'm, what I had to express to her is this, God made many nations. Mm-hmm. No one looks the same. And if I chose to homeschool my children, that means that I want to respect how my child learns. 
Yes. Not squishing or squashing how a person would learn in public schools, but because, because I am a product of public schools and I have been a public school teacher. Everybody has their own way of learning. And I remember Jacob's seventh grade teacher pulling me to the side at his graduation and telling me he's very bright and he can go places. If yeah. you want to protect him, you got to keep him in a small setting. If you put him in a large class, you're going to lose him. And I remembered that and I stuck with that. And pulling him and homeschooling him has made him flourish and blossom into so much more than I could ever imagine. Mm -hmm. So I explained to her my reason for homeschooling and things that we encountered. And she says, well, you know, at Obeka, this is, this is our, she kept going back to her standards, their, their expectations of what graduates are supposed to look like. And she said, we've turned down a lot of people like from Asia and India, places of that nature to, um, to, um, not graduate and we just put their degree in the mail and you know i did tell her i said that's 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 very disturbing and it's sickening to hear that you're proud of the fact that you've deterred other cultures to not graduate because of their culture or what they may look like if mm -hmm. they serve the risen savior the lord jesus christ and they may wear something different than the other culture, why hinder them from right. graduating? They've worked very hard for it. They've paid their monies. Why hinder them? You know, my, my dollars didn't have a color to it. My dollars didn't have a lot to it. But when you saw me, all of a sudden, you took my dollars, but then I'm not worth marching across the stage. And her explanations, um, again, was, well, we're barring Pensacola's Christians College, and that's their standards, and we have to adhere to it, and you all have to adhere to it. And um, I said, well, he could just pin it up. There's no problem. We can, you know, still follow the rules. No, you couldn't pin it, pin it up because it, would, it wouldn't fit up under the cap. And she chuckled with it. So oh I, I, I just, I said, you know what, ma'am? I, I said, I'm, I'm very discouraged with this conversation because you seem to not understand. She says, no, you don't understand. And I've been nothing but nice to you. And you've overtalked me. I said, no, I haven't overtalked you, overtalked you, but I have expressed what I feel about mm -hmm. your standards. It's not diverse. God's kingdom is diverse. Right. You're not diverse. And so having said all of that, you know, I had to discontinue the conversation because she was not listening. She was not understanding where I'm coming from because mm -hmm. It's just like if someone's in a wheelchair and you don't have a ramp for them and you want them to get from one place to the other, you're not giving any room to, to any other cultures to experience graduation. Right. You know, that's why there's handicapped parks, um, handicapped ramps. And I'm not saying a lot is a handicap. I'm just saying there's so many different people with so many different things that go on with them. And if you can't accommodate that, then you are the problem. There's a cycle, a racist generational cycle that continues in the United States and, and even abroad because the they're not taking the time to understand and educate themselves on different cultures. Mm -hmm. So that's why we've started a petition. Um, 
I don't know where this will lead us. I don't know where it'll take us, but I just ask God's will to be done because I, I really honestly don't want another child, another parent, or another family to experience, whether they're African-American, wherever they come from, to, mm. to not experience what we've experienced because we've worked hard. Homeschooling is not for the birds. It's not easy. It's a route. It's a road less taken. Mm-hmm. And um, I honor any parent. I honor any parent that takes their child through public schools or homeschooling because you have to still protect your child from things that come about that they cannot advocate for themselves. And this right here, I'll advocate to the end. Yeah. Um. So Jacob, uh, when you learned you know, what their dress standards were and that they were going to try to make you cut your lots just to walk the stage. How did that make you feel initially when you found out? Uh, I felt like it was just wrong in general. Yeah. Because you can't just make someone uh, change how they look for a 45-minute ceremony and something that they've been working on or having for like their whole lives. Right. Yeah. And then like, just cause locks represent African American culture. Like you have you and two of your other siblings, Zion and Noah, they have locks as well. Um, you know, my family, we have locks. And so like, that's a big part mm-hmm. of our culture. So like, what do your locks mean to you? They mean a lot to me. I wouldn't cut them myself personally. Uh, I love my hair. I could do a lot with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's literally a part of me. Yeah, and it's just it's not right to ask you to alter it. I mean, I mean, tell us about your plans for after high school too, like after graduation. Uh, well, after graduation, I will uh, go on to a uh, dentistry school for dentist uh, dental assistants. And by the time I graduate, I'll be able to work uh, and get experience there and see uh, how the workforce is Mm -hmm. so I can get into anesthesiology and move on to my other colleges. Yeah. So, like, see, like, just there, like, how accomplished you're going to be and how accomplished you already are because you're graduating with your associate's degree, right? Yes. So just the fact that they won't let you walk across the stage because they think locks are not presentable, but you've already done so much and you're going to continue to do a lot. That's just like so terrible. Yeah. And yeah, that angers me a lot. So I have this question. Uh, both of y'all can answer. Sorry, both of y'all can answer it. Um, so this obviously isn't the first time that, you know, Becca has been called out on their racism. Um, especially since your story has uh, been released, Jacob. A lot of people are coming forward and saying that, like, they've seen uh, racism and I've been reading articles on it. So, I mean, I guess, like, going through the curriculum, did you ever pick up on any of, like, little racist um, remarks or instances in different uh, curriculum? Um, the choice of literature. Mm-hmm. Um. Even, you know, it was was geared towards a lot of the uh, Anglo-Saxons or Caucasian history Mm -hmm. and things was kind of left out for other cultures. Yeah. It it was just glorified 
glorification of one race and the other races is just, you know, obsolete. But, you know, it it resembled how history is taught in public schools. So I didn't see anything yeah. different. It was just a couple of Bible verses thrown in there to justify, oh, we're a Christian school. Um, and to me, that's not the way God intended for his children to operate. You mm -hmm. know, he wants us to love one another, love our neighbor as thyself. That is a Ten Commandment. Um, and that's when, when you love someone, you accept everything about them. Um, love hides a multitude of sin. It's what God's word says. And so when you can see someone for who they are, you know, that's 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 the agape love that everyone should have. However, mm -hmm. um, when someone says, oh, I don't see color, run. Because that says, I don't see you as who you are. Mm -hmm. I, I don't even pay anybody any attention or get happy and kick my heels when, when someone tells me, oh, I don't see color. So I'm wrong. Because if you don't see color, then you don't see the person God made me. Mm -hmm. Fearfully and wonderfully made. See me. I want you to see me. I want you to see me for who God made me. And, you know, having to experience this, it, it gives me a drive to begin to, to try to look into how can I create a curriculum for African-American homeschoolers mm -hmm. um, that experience this either even in public schools as well as private schools as well as homeschools. Um, I don't want to name some curriculums that I had to gear away from and I thought maybe a Becca be any better, but it wasn't. I know mm -hmm. I've gone to homeschool um, uh, conventions and it wasn't too many of other races but theirs and so mm -hmm. I think about the the story of Ruby Bridges and how she fought so hard her parents you know pushed for her to join public schools to desegregate it sometime I wonder if that was really damaging or helpful because now you're faced with so much in the public schools where the percentile of um, Hispanics and um, brown and black children take up most of the Title I schools and then you have all of these out of skirt private schools and yeah. home schools that are filled with the other counterparts. Mm -hmm. And so I've experienced um, private school, <laughs> I've experienced um, Title I school and now I've experienced homeschool racism, all of it looks the same. All of it is the same. The curriculum is whitewashed. The history of it is whitewashed. And, you know, we've had how many presidents? None of that is updated. None yeah. of that is updated of the new presidents that has come through that look like us as African-Americans. And so, you know, with the help of whoever, um, I, I would like to start a curriculum for brown and black children because we don't have it. I mean, any any of it, you know. So I, I just I just kind of feel that Abeka 
when they sent me, I'm going to go back to the beginning when they sent me an example of what the children should wear for their graduation. It was a black girl. I mean, it was a white girl and a white guy, little white boy um, in a suit and then a skirt. And then it was another black, I mean, another white guy in his graduation robe and a white girl in a graduation robe. One with graduation hat, one without the graduation hat. And when I looked at it, I said, I don't see the many nations. If you represent God's kingdom, where are the many nations? Mm -hmm. I didn't see, it's easy for you to put your hat on it because your hair is stringy, straight, and most of the time, maybe curly for some girls. But it's easy for the, just to slide the hat on. But you mm. make the picture so, so. Um, like a standard. It, it, that's the standard. Okay, so what if I um, have an Afro? What if I want to put my hair in a bun? What if I want to yeah. put, what if I wear braids? Or what if I don't have any hair? Mm -hmm. What if I don't have any hair at all due to whatever medical conditions? But you tell me I have to look like this. There are children with cancer treatments. There are children with alopecia. Mm -hmm. You know, you, you, that's not a part of your standards. So I'm, I'm not. I'm, I'm not saying that there can't be. Um, coming together in an agreement with certain things yeah. but what i am saying is things have to change with your curriculum yeah. i'm not saying to bring in a worldly view of your of, of what your curriculum stands for but what i am saying is include all of god's children the yeah. song says red and yellow black and white they're precious in our sight jesus loves the little children of the world there has to be more than just when you get off the phone with Rebecca for a question or whatever, a survey. Okay, so what are you doing with these surveys when parents say whatever they say? Mm -hmm. What are you? What changes are you making? Your curriculum looked the same when you started. That's not growth. When there's a thorn in the flesh, when there, when you're uncomfortable, that means you're growing. Where you're comfortable, that means you're not growing. And Rebecca is not growing. And I feel that if other races begin to see the problem and remove their dollars, just like when you want to protest, you hit them in the pockets, remove the money from them. It's a lot of money into a Becca. But when you yeah. start taking that money out, they're going to feel that and they're going to say, yeah, we probably do need to make some changes. But I'm pretty sure there's someone, an old head there that's so stubborn and stuck in their way and they don't want to budge, and they don't want to change, and that program will not last too much longer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, Jacob, uh, going back to you. Yeah. Uh, so, looking at the petition, so it's been about almost 48 hours, and it's already gained over 2,500 signatures. So, just knowing how, like, how big that number is and knowing how many people support you, and this, like, how does that feel? Uh, it feels really good to know that people are, like, being aware of this and helping out. I had a lot of people, uh, a lot of friends uh, 
like to spread the word, you know, help me out, mm-hmm. encourage me. And I just hope it like reaches the right people. Yeah. And then like, what do you hope to accomplish by bringing this to light? Because I know a lot of people deal with this, but it doesn't always, um, you know, gain as yeah. much steam as your story has. So what do you hope to accomplish by speaking out? I hope that it reaches way more people to help others that uh, go through what I, I'm going through. Because mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that uh, have been told that they can't uh, walk because of their hair or other things. And they just don't walk. Yeah. They don't fight and it just keeps going. Yeah. So you're basically hoping with, uh, you know, with sharing your story, you're going to be able to walk and you're not going to have to silence yourself or who you are to fit in with their standards. Yes. Yeah, that's yeah, that's so awesome. And um, I know your story is going to help a lot of a lot of people, whether they are with the Becca or you or not, you know, just even just how society views locks. Um, so I'm really glad that this has been brought to the light. And I really want to thank you guys for coming on to speak with me. Um, how can our listeners find you guys or support you in any way um, in sharing this? Um, well, first of all, I, I also want to recognize the Crown Act. Um, it has been brought to the light in the state of Texas and Abeka is located in Pensacola, Florida. So it has been talked about, but the, the actual Crown Act has not hasn't been, been an act. passed and so that's a problem because if you look up the the history of the meaning of the word pensacola it comes from um a native american tribe choctaw tribe and they're called the hair people mm-hmm. and so to have this mentality that locks are unpresentable I don't think the hair people would see it as that. Would see it as that. Yeah. I totally agree. I mean, even as somebody with locks, uh, too, that is just like when I saw that, that I was just angry. Like I could have cried. I was so upset knowing yeah. that. So, I, I, like I said, I'm really glad that y'all are talking about this and bringing it to light because this is going to help a lot of people in the end for sure. So yeah, so how can we find you? Uh, social media. Um, um, I can be found on um, Instagram, and my handle is I am Latrenda. All right. So yeah, any words of encouragement before you guys um, head off? And Jacob, uh, where can you be found on IG? Um, I can be found on uh, my art page my professional page blue j arts blue with the w instead of an e yeah any parting words of encouragement always be true to yourself um it's okay to not go with the flow of the crowd and you have to speak up and, and have a voice because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. our voices have been suppressed long enough. Yeah. 
That is true. Yeah, I would just say that, you know, be yourself. Everyone's different and we have to live with, with each other's differences and learn about them. Yeah, that's very true. Well, I want to thank you guys again for coming on and for sharing with us and being vulnerable and all this. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you yeah. so much. All right. Love you guys. Love, love you too. You. Bye.